This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today I want to talk about quite a few things here. Uh, Can I stand on the roof of my business and shoot protesters and looters in Texas? Also, defunding the police, that has consequences. I want to talk about those consequences. Then also... Do you know what qualified immunity is? Well, qualified immunity is a legal doctrine in United States federal law which shields government officials from being held personally liable for discretionary actions performed within their official capacity unless their actions violate clearly established federal law, even if their victims' civil rights were violated. Also, the Rayshard Brooks Shooting. Was it justified? Was it not? Guess what? I think it was justified. Oh, going to talk about that. Also, do cops confront blacks differently from whites? Boy, you going to learn today. I thought I told you. We're going to talk about those things your people are afraid to talk about. But Michael Cargill likes to talk about it. Also, Breon King, a former school teacher, will be on the phone. We're going to talk about what happened with her, her experience with the Austin Police Department. She was a school teacher, snatched out of her vehicle. I want to talk about that. Also, gun stores are being burglarized across this country. I got an update for you about Central Texas Gunworks and the gun that was used to shoot the entrance of the building. I'm going to talk about that. What are the crimes that gun was used in? Also, Happy, happy birthday, United States Army. Today is the Army's birthday. It's Flag Day also. Man, our flag's birthday, the Army's birthday, June 14th is a great day. Man, I want to talk about that. Happy birthday, United States Army. 
Man, Army's doing great. I'm an Army vet. I served 12 years in the Army. Happy birthday, Army. All my, my Army veterans. The Army's birthday. Wow. Good God. Love this country. But you know what? First, I want to talk about can I, can I stand on the roof of my business and shoot prosecute? I'm, I'm sorry, shoot protesters, protesters and looters in Texas. Can I do that? Well, let's talk about that. Uh, the way the Texas law breaks down is that, you know, the Texas Castle Doctrine says that if someone's attempting to enter or remove you from your home, your vehicle, your place of business unlawfully, you can use force, daily force to stop them. So you have to ask yourself. If I'm outside on top of my business and someone's trying to enter my business unlawfully or remove me from my business unlawfully, if I'm inside, I can use force or daily force to stop them. But if I'm on top of the business, I'm not inside the business, I cannot use the Texas Castle Doctrine. So I can't say that they're trying to remove me or enter my business while it's occupied. So I can't use the Texas Castle Doctrine. But burglary, got to understand what burglary is. Burglary says that if someone's attempting to enter uh, or anything that protrudes from their body, sticks to that door, that window of a building or a habitation, you can use force, daily force to stop them. That is burglary. And so if it's burglary and they're attempting to enter, they enter, they break into it, not if it's unlocked. If someone, unlo- you know, if your door is unlocked and they walk into your business or your home, you know, you can't use force, deadly force to stop them. But if they're committing a theft or something else, then you can use force, deadly force to stop them. That is burglary. So it's, we need to understand what the law says. There's right, there's wrong, and then there's the law. Now, what if they're, they walk into your, your business and you forgot to unlock the, you forgot to lock the door? They walk into your business and they're committing a theft. Now you can use force, daily force to stop them to recover that property immediately after in fresh pursuit. And then that leads me over to Georgia. In Georgia, the Rashad Brooks shooting, was it justified? You know what? I don't want to hear, don't, do not call me. I don't want any phone calls. Don't call the store. Don't ask to speak with me. Don't leave me a voice message. Don't send me any message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. Because there's right, there's wrong, and then there's a law. I don't care about your feelings. Your feelings, that was a song that was written in the 70s. We're not talking about feelings. We're talking about what does the law say. So let's break this down. I want to I play the video of the, the dash cam video. We're playing that in the background of what happened in Georgia. So this young man is inside his vehicle in the drive through lane, and he is asleep in drive through of the Burger King. The officer approaches the vehicle. He taps on the vehicle. He hits the vehicle. He knocks on the vehicle. He opens the door. He touches the guy and finally gets the guy to wake up as he's sitting in the drive through of the Burger King. Obviously, something's going on here. So then he gets the guy to pull over to the side. He get, they get him out of, out of the vehicle. Now, the first cop was actually going to let him go. The second cop rolls along, comes up and says, hey, hold on. Let's talk about this now. So now we need to do a field sobriety test. 
there was a field sobriety test done. They got this guy out of the vehicle, did a couple of tests. I don't know if he passed or failed, don't know. But then they did a breathalyzer. His breathalyzer was 1.08. His breathalyzer was 1.08. His breathalyzer was 1.08. What was his breathalyzer? Exactly. And so I want to make sure we understand that was a DUI. Not a problem. That's not justification for you to shoot and kill someone. So now they put him in handcuffs. As they attempt to put him in handcuffs to arrest him, he runs. He tries to get away. He then, he beats the living crap. Boy, let me tell you, he put a whooping on those cops. Oh, yeah, he beat them. He got them good. He, he got the best of them really good. Then he grabs one of the officer's taser, and he runs away. As he's running away, he turns around and fires the taser at the officer. And people are all upset because they want to know, why did this officer have to shoot him? Why did he have to shoot to kill? First of all, let me tell you, I teach more people in the state of Texas of the license to carry handgun. And I teach them that you need to shoot center mask if you're going to pull the trigger. You're not shooting in the arm. You're not shooting for a leg. You know why? Because most of you, your shot placement is too wide. You need to shoot center mask in the, in the center, most widest pot widest part of the body and also on our targets that we use they do not have arms and they do not have legs so we don't shoot for the arm we don't shoot for the leg shoot for the middle of the body at the x the largest part of the body now the next part is this guy took something from the officer he took his taser he robbed him if i'm a regular citizen and someone steals something from me, they take something from me, they run away, I can retrieve that property immediately after in first pursuit. Immediately after. I can use force or deadly force to stop them. So I can shoot them in the back to recover my property back immediately after in first pursuit. That is the Texas law. We're talking Texas here. Don't know what it says in Georgia, but I'm talking Texas. And I will to bet Georgia's going to be the same thing. So that shooting was justified. You might want to comply. You're not going to win your case on the side of the road. You don't think you were drunk. You think something else is going on. Maybe you think the officer is mistreating you. That's all fine and dandy. The side of the road is not the place to argue that. Your place to argue that is with your attorney and in court. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Brittany Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. That's right. We're talking about the things that people are afraid to talk about. We're talking about the law. There's right, there's wrong, and then there's the law. So, can I stand on the roof of my business and shoot protesters and looters in Texas? Not using the Texas Castle Doctrine, you cannot. You cannot use the Texas Castle Doctrine and shoot protesters. But if it's burglary of a person's entering, attempting to enter your business, then you can use force, daily force to stop them. If, if you're trying to recover some property immediately after in fresh pursuit, you can use force, daily force to stop them when it comes to burglary. Also, we're talking about the shooting that happened in, in Georgia. Rashad Brooks. Man, you know, I'm sorry, but you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. <laughs> so you got to look at the case. You got to look at the video. We'll come back to that a little later. Also, we're going to have Breon King, a former teacher, on, on the show as well. Because it, a teacher should not have been treated the way that Breon was treated. No one should be treated that way. People, you have to look at everything. You got to look at every individual case differently. You can't come to the case with emotions. You can't come with feelings. I look at the law, and that's how I break it down. And we're going to talk. We're going to get Breon King on the show here in a second. Also, gun stores are being burglarized around the country. Here's an update for you. At Central Texas Gunworks, you had uh, about seven-plus people, minimum of seven, but there's going to be more, that were attempting to break into the gun store. Well, here's an update for you. The gun that was used to shoot the entrance of the store, uh, that gun was actually involved in a drive-by shooting because there were three shell casings that recovered at the scene. People. These people are trying to get more guns to do more crimes, to do more things. And you have to stop them. But can I stand on the roof and defend my business? I can if it's burglary, but not use the Texas Castle Doctrine. Because the Texas Castle Doctrine says that if someone's attempting to enter your business while it's occupied, then you can use force to force to stop them. It's not occupied if I'm on the roof. You got to use your head. Gotta, there's right, there's wrong, and then there's a law. You got to think about what the law says in the state that you live in. But I want to bring into the conversation Breon King. Breon King is a former school teacher. And Breon, welcome to Come and Talking. Thank you, Michael. How are you guys doing today? Uh, we're doing great. And I'm so glad to have you on the show. I hope you're doing great. And we got to find out what you're doing, what's going on, because there's so much going on in the world today. So much unrest. Oh, yes. And so so what's going on with you? What are you working on right now? Um, so actually, I am working on um, a culinary arts degree. I kind of stepped to the side when it came to education. There are systematic changes that I cannot do as an educator. So I had to accept that and kind of move on. Um, I still do a little mentoring. Uh, when the schools were open, I would go in and um, work with some of the kids. I work with them in math, science, and uh, reading and writing. 
but uh, since they, they closed down, I've kind of had to take a break. Nice. And can you give people an update of what happened to you? You know, because I believe you were on lunch break one particular day. Is that correct? On lunch break? So I, I was headed from um, Texas State, which was a class where I was working with students, on my way, on my lunch break, and then on my way to another job, my job working with uh, kids in after school uh, during summer. And uh, during this time, I was uh, pulled out of my vehicle, and I was thrown around. And after that, um, the recent update, he was finally um, taken off the force only after he did it again to someone else. Um, but he still was never uh, found. Uh, he never got a criminal charge against him. Mm. Okay. And that was the officer that pulled you out of your vehicle? Yes, sir. The officer Richter, the same okay. officer that pulled me out of the vehicle, um, kicked the Hispanic man in his face while he was already on the ground. And so, then um, it just so happened that the helicopter cam saw it and Officer Richter fabricated um, as he did on mine and also on the uh, other guy's report. So what actually happened was not what he actually wrote on the report. Exactly. And then so not only was this officer not prosecuted – um, neither was the, was the officer cause you, cause after that you got into the vehicle and they drove you down to the Travis County jail. And while you're in the vehicle, an officer says something in the vehicle, there was a conversation going on there and the officer inside the vehicle, well, I don't know if he was pro, you know, brought up on, you know, being re held responsible he was for what never he said. Prosecuted. Okay. He was never prosecuted. He said 99.9% .9 of black people have violent tendencies. Okay. So and that's what he felt um, was the reason for why I was brutalized. All right. So why you, you this incident happened, you were pulled over by police in, inside of a parking lot of a fast food restaurant on your lunch break. This officer pulled you out of the vehicle, snatched you out of the vehicle. And then eventually, mm -hmm. after some time, they, you know, handcuffed you, arrested you, put you in the back of the police vehicle. And a separate police officer took you to the police station and you had this conversation. Yeah. And tell us more about the conversation. So um, basically, I just wanted to understand I'm, as an educator, uh, you know, and no matter what, whether I'm working in the field or not, you're going to always be an educator because you always have a desire to learn. And so as an educator, I always have a desire to learn and to understand and to, you know, if I've done something wrong, correct it. And in this case, there was nothing that I did wrong. So therefore, there was nothing to correct. Mm. So when I asked him, you know, well, you know, why do, do you think there's uh, racism? And he said, you know, yes, there are races, uh, racism. It could go both ways, don't you think? And uh, from there, I was like, well, you know, well, why do you think that a lot of times people have issues with black people, like officers? And he told me violent tendencies. And um, from there, you know, carried on. I said, well, I'm a good black person. And, you know, that's kind of where our conversation ended. We pulled up um, we pulled up to the jail and the booking center, and that's where, that's where I was kind of like, okay. And when I walked in, there was another officer who had nothing to do with anything. Um, and he looked at me and he said, why are you here? He said, you're not supposed to be here. So um, it kind of just let me know that, you know, that there are good cops out there. There are good officers out there. And then you have bad officers. 
um, as I said before, you have great teachers and then you have poor teachers. You have really bad poor teachers. It is all about the individual's character. And um, the difference is in a lot of other fields, we are held accountable. But in this field, we are not. Although we as a people are paying for them to service us, we're not getting that same respect. And I, I've said this once before, you know, I, I don't know what your thoughts are in defunding the police. We, we, we may, you, you may totally disagree with me, but I, I don't think that we should defund the police. What I think we should have I is, I, and I'm going I'm to let you answer here in a second. What I think we should have is we need to have a panel, someone that has uh, authority to fire and to recommend charges for a police officer when they are, you know, when they commit a crime. They need to have that power to fire them, bring charges against them, um, and then, you know, the DA, or if the DA is not going to do it, then the state attorney general, that AG, needs to push, uh, prosecute that case, basically, and and punish those officers. Because what we're having is we have what they call um, this immunity Qualified thing. immunity. That's right. And qualified immunity is a legal doctrine in United States federal law which shields government officials from being held personally liable for discretionary actions performed within their official capacity. Which essentially means they can't be sued. Right. And so, and, and, and that needs to be re- removed because I'm held to a higher standard because one, I'm a gun store owner. I'm a license to carry handgun holder. I, I'm a license to carry handgun instructor. I'm a private security instructor, level two, level three security instructor. And I know what the law is, so I'm held to a much higher standard. If something happens to me, they're going to say, hey, Michael Cargill, you should know better because you teach this. And officers should be held to a much higher standard. We need to get rid of unions. No more unions for officers, for police departments. They need to be held to a much higher standard. Not the regular standard. I mean, my goodness. They're not even held to that right now. They need to be held to a much higher standard than that. What do you think about that, Ms. King? I agree with you. Um, I do not think that we should defund the office, uh, the police officers. But um, what I do, like I agree with you wholeheartedly, they do need to put something in place where there is a panel where they we actually hold them accountable. At right, the end hold, of the day, hold, hold on, Miss King. I want you. That. I want you to answer that on the other side of this break here. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> And I get my gun news from Michael Cargill and come and talk it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. That's right. We're talking with Breon King. She was a school teacher who was drug out of her car. And Jackie on Facebook says she got back in her car when he asked her to. But then moments later, drug her out of her car makes no sense. That's what Jackie says on Facebook, uh, Breon. Uh, but you were you were telling us some more there. About defunding the police. Defunding the police. So, yes, um, I still believe that we should uh, continue to uh, fund the police, but there should be a discussion about what needs to be done and actual what proper protocol is and how training is supposed to be. Mm. Yes. um, Yes. So panel for accountability. Yes. I understand that we are human and we we make mistakes. But at the end of the day, whenever we as a human being, as a civilian, make the mistake, we are held accountable for. That's right. And like you said, they're called into a higher power. That's right. They're called into a power of authority. And for them to, and I'm not going to say, I say them, but not all of them, but for others to take, to take that authority into their hand in order to end someone's life mm. because of whatever insecurity or um, poor training or bias they may have is unacceptable. That's a life that has been taken that will never be able to give them back. And to not be able to tell uh, a family member, uh, a loved one, that the person who murdered their, their, their loved one is not going to be able to be held accountable, it's heart-wrenching. Right. And it's unacceptable. And, and people always ask me, you know, they say, well, Michael, what about black on black crime in Chicago? You know, you know, what do we say about that? Well, I say, you know what? When there's black on black crime, you know, someone goes to jail. Yeah, there's a they go to court, they go to jail. And in Texas, I always like to say this in Texas, they're put to death. Yeah. But when there's an officer involved, that person does not always get, get prosecuted or, or charged with any crimes at all. And they can be totally wrong. And there is what is it called, Gary? Qualified immunity. Qualified immunity. Qualified immunity. That's right. So they they don't and, and this system, the entire system is designed to protect the police officer. You have the the court, you have the DA that in, you have the police department that's that's tasked with investigating. The police officer will investigate themselves and clear themselves of any wrongdoing. I'm not trying to target and put a a, a black you know a, a a target on police officers back. What I'm saying is we have a problem with the system. Uh, the system is yes. designed to protect them. It's not designed to protect the people like it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> hey, I, I got a couple questions for you, Michael. All right. Regarding Rayshard Brooks here. Right. Um, as Joe Biden said, and that's not a good way to start a sentence, but um, is it realistic to expect so, a police officer to be able to react and fire a, a gun and shoot somebody in the leg to stop them? No, that, that's not realistic. We don't. It's not realistic. We okay. don't teach people that way. Don't. I know. I know. Center mass shoot to stop the threat. If I know. you when you, I'm, pull... I'm asking questions that I think people that might not be as familiar with guns and gun laws what they might what they might be wondering. If you're going to use deadly force, then you're shooting to stop that person. 
Okay. To stop them, you're shooting at the largest portion of the body that you can in order to stop them. If you're you're thinking, man, let me just shoot him in the leg, then you if you're if that's your thought process, then don't pull the gun out at all. Okay. Because that you need to use something else. Use pepper spray. Use stun taser. Gun. Et cetera, use a et taser. Which is what, these, what, what these police officers were doing in the first place. Correct. And then, and then... But if you're gonna stop them because you're you're thinking that I need to pull the gun out to use it, right? Then you need to shoot center mass at the largest portion of the body. Okay. Because it calls for deadly force. Okay. So here's my next question: Who called the police? Why did they call the police? And Felicia mentioned that this that the vehicle that this man was sleeping in might have been blocking a. Uh, the drive-through or something like that. I wasn't aware of that, but if uh, if he if if he would have just been in his vehicle sleeping in the parking lot, sleeping off a couple of, of drinks, uh, should that be a cause to get a DUI if you're in your car? All right, hold that thought. I want you to come back to that. I want to cut Breon King loose, but I want to Breon. How do people reach you? You know, how do we get in touch with you? Uh, how do we find you on social media and all that stuff? Um. Okay. So right now I am on Facebook. Uh, so you can literally uh, type in facebook.com slash Breon King and my website is down right now for um, uh, rebuilding so it's under uh, www.breonking.com but I did have one last um, absolutely question to piggyback off of that absolutely why are they taught to shoot to kill mm. that's my question like like um, like the question was posed you know why not shoot in the leg or why is it okay to unload a clip well, in the back in someone's back? How many times did he fire the, the gun, the police officer? Three or four? Is that Michael? I, I think that if you're yeah. if you're gonna pull the gun out, then you shoot to stop. You know, once that threat has stopped, then you stop. That's what I, and that's what I teach people in class. I don't teach people okay. and I and I'll ask my class. That's this is a big big portion of the class. I say, class, in Texas, do we shoot the kill? Yeah, and Remember I've that? seen I've seen a couple of people go, yeah, and they I'm get like, all excited. And, I, and I'll say, hey, hey, do we shoot in? Do we shoot the kill in Texas? And everyone's like, yeah. I'm like, do we shoot the kill in Texas? And they say, yeah. And I ask again, do we shoot the kill in Texas? And they say, yeah. I was like, no. You shoot to stop. We the shoot threat. to stop. We shoot to stop that threat. When that threat stops, then you stop. You should not, you know, train to shoot the kill. You shoot to stop that threat. And and that's what you know. And I think we need to get back to training, get back to basics, because police officers are supposed to be trained to protect and serve. In the military, yeah. you train to shoot to kill. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts on that. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. And then that was uh, that was my biggest thing was if we're paying them to protect and serve us. That's right. Who's protecting us? That's right. That's right. Exactly. What are we supposed to do? You know, and I don't feel like it's right for us to take the law into our hands. But at the same time, it's just where do the people go from here? When we're begging, we're pleading, and we're crying out for the support to change the system that has hindered a lot of people and have taken a lot of lives and have slowed down the process of some lives. It may not have taken my life physically, but there are a lot of things that I deal with daily, you know, and the anniversary is coming up. So, you know, Tomorrow, like, correct? Like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That people need to know. And I had a friend tell me, you know, the police, they're the biggest gang. Mm. And it's like, okay, so we talk about, you know, the blood and the crypt 
arrest and all of this stuff, but we don't talk about how the police will take and stick together as they watch, three people watch a man suffocate and murder someone to death with a knee on his neck and did not feel that there was anything wrong. Something has to happen. It, ha- it has to happen on the inside. And for someone, for these people to sit around and be okay with some of the things um, that they see, officers shooting without a reason or shooting without cause, um, officers choking people, officers using excessive force to uh, pull people out um, the car with traffic stops, mm. um, people dying in the jail cells. And it's like, when will the officers who are there, who say that they're here to protect and serve, stand up and speak? Mm. Well, and you- how do we go about weeding all of the negative people out and getting some true reformation of this system? Mm. Uh, you know, Miss King, I, uh, I've heard a lot of people that I know that, uh, sort of give the same opinion about the police being a gang of sorts. And I don't know if that rings completely true, but I think that there is uh, some truth to be found in there because uh, I know a guy that used to be a state trooper and he was, he was let go from his job actually unrelated to, uh, to anything he did on on duty but uh he did tell me i mean i asked him about that i said is this is this accurate what do you think about this and he said well i don't know if they're a gang but the 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 motto stitches get stitches snitches get stitches snitches snitches get stitches apparently it runs deep in the uh the police Mm -hmm. the police force and i think that's why you see these police officers that that you know what's what's the officer substantiate false police reports and california Chris Dorner. Chris Dorner. Prime example, Chris Dorner. Yeah, he witnessed his partner kicking someone in the face when they were down on the ground, and he tried to report it. He reported it. And he basically lost his job. They fired him, and he appealed to get his job back because, you know, he— Because he— He he reported the officer that kicked this this person. Okay. And so they fired him. He appealed to get his job back. They denied it. He appealed to get his job back on his final appeal— you know, he, he pleaded with them to get his job back. They turned him down. So he was fired. Right. And he lost it. He well, snapped. I, I believe it. And th- that's sort of why mm-hmm. I brought this up is because I don't think cops are gangbangers necessarily, but I do think that there's some parallels to be made between, like you said, the Bloods or the Crips or the Latin Kings or whatever with the police force. I, I also don't think that a lot of, that this is the majority of cops at all. What, what do yeah, you think about that? I agree that? with it. I agree that it's not, it's not every single cop. But it's not fair when there is a cop. Like you said, when he he was trying to hold that other officer accountable and telling them that he used excessive force when this man was already down on the ground, that means there's something wrong with the higher up. So it's like, what are we going to do in order to the administration is what you're saying in order to tear them down? Because majority of the time it's them. You know, how many times did my video get watched before even you know, before Anything I, happened. it was pulled in order for us to even put it on the news. Yep. And it wasn't pulled by an officer. Well, well, let me ask you this. Uh, do you think Michael might be right then in saying that these police unions should be sort of dismantled? Because if you want to talk about administration and who's running these police departments, you got to follow that money. And where's that money go? Police union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I agree. I think they should defund the police unions. I understand, like, people need their jobs, but at the same time, people need their lives. Yeah. 
Yes. And hey, let me ask you this. Would this be a good way to uh, sort of, you know, in synopsis, explain the situation is that uh, not, not, a, not all of these cops, not even a lot of these cops are bad cops, but there's enough bad cops to make it that it's a pretty relatively large problem. I agree with that. Like I said, not all cops are bad. Literally, not all people are bad. And sometimes you have good days and sometimes you have bad days. But as an educator, even on my worst days, I couldn't go in there and show it. I had to do what I needed to do in order to take care of my students Mm -hmm. because they were the priority. So regardless of what these officers may be going through daily, and I know it stinks because I've been through some things, learn to leave it at the door and that's what the issue is you know i asked for them to get counseling for these officers i asked for them to get them proper training i asked for them to help them mentally because i understand i'm not going to go out there and i'm not going to be a police officer i know where my role is i know where my place is and i know that i cannot do it i do not have the capacity to do it that's not for me and it's okay but if you are choosing to do this job, they should be taken care of too. They should get some type of support. They told me they didn't have enough money to give the officers the support that they need in order to help them to yeah, do the reform. Yeah, but how is that possible? I mean, the, the, the police budget is like 60% or something of the, of the city. Uh, how do they not have the money to do this? You know? Spending their money mm-hmm. on MRAPs. Militarization of the police, yeah. Well, and I tell you what, you know what? Thank you, uh, Breon King. Appreciate you coming on the show today, and and talking to us because this is in, in this. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on around the country, and and watching the video of that young man, you know, on the ground with the officer's knee on his neck, crying for his mother, that made me cry. Yes, that I still made get, me cry. just hearing it. I get chills, and I'm satin, so I understand. Absolutely. And thank you very much. I appreciate you rearranging your schedule and, and, and talking to us. I really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. I always appreciate when you all um, do this. Um, I appreciate the positivity and the facts, 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 and not opinions. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Me too. All right. And this is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about, man, what's going on around the country. We're talking about Rashad Brooks. Brooks. All right, let's talk about that. Because Gary says, you know, the mere fact that this guy's sitting in the drive-thru, you know, sleep, he shouldn't have the cops now, called him. Now, hold on. Hold I didn't on. know what crack you're smoking. I, I'm not saying that if he's passed out in the drive-thru, blocking the drive-thru, he shouldn't have the police called That's him. That's what was happening. That's what he was. I know. I know. What I'm saying is that if there was a situation, this, this was, we were talking about this off air, by the way. So Fine. Let me, let me frame this for the, the good people at home. No, say it the most way you say it when we were off probably air. think I'm crazy. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that if there was a situation where this guy wasn't blocking the drive-thru, I know it's a hypothetical, whatever. Just, but he just wasn't. Just run with it. Okay. If, if, let's say I was passed out in my car. Okay. And I had now a couple drinks, and I'm in the I'm in a Wendy's parking lot, you're not park- blocking the drive-through. Yes. Should the cops get called on me? That is a DUI. It shouldn't if you're be. Being, it should not be. Well, then change it, the law. Yep. Go to the Capitol and and lobby for the law to be changed. Because if you're in all your right, vehicle all right, all and right. the keys in the ignition, you smell that? I think if I the smell keys a, are in the ignition, a campaign that is a DUI. On. I'm gonna run for city council. I'm sorry. There's right. There's wrong. There's a law. You don't like it? Change the law. I, it needs to be changed because it's very possible that I'll see you at the Capitol come January 2021. January 12th is when we gavel in. Yeah. Also, it's not a city council area that you need to be in. It would be a state level. Right, at the Capitol. Legislation. That's right. I'm kidding. I'm not going to run for government. <laughs> that's right. But you, that's what you need to do. You need to go to the Capitol but and I get don't, them to change I don't the law. But I don't think that should be, I don't think that should be a, a they, DUI. They operate, if you're not driving the vehicle. They operate under the assumption that you had yeah. to drive there. It's Sorry. different than passing well, out you, in your parking some, lot you can't, at a bar. You, you can't be Unfortunately, able to jail on assumptions. Come on now. Look, you, you, you win, you, paste, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. The law says on the penal code section 9.41. I believe that's what the law is. 9.41, it says that to prevent the other who is fleeing immediately after from committing burglary, robbery, aggravated robbery, theft in the nighttime, or, or from escaping with the property. So when he took the officer's taser, shot him with it, and ran away, justified. Well, yeah. I, I, the officer's justified to get his arguing. taser back. That's, that not, is, that's not what I'm arguing, though. Okay, go ahead. I'm saying that... He's literally just talking about the DUI yeah. that the man would have well, gotten. Look, well, the, you are drunk, so you would be thinking about that, but go ahead. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wild. so glad to be that libel? <laughs> This is libel. Whatever. It's only libel if no. it's not true, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, quit clapping in there. <laughs> look, here's the deal. If this dude got in his car okay. and drove two blocks down the street and went, oh, my goodness. I'm way too drunk to drive. And he pulled over. He's doing the right thing. He is. So but don't get off pull him. over in the drive-thru line at Wendy's. But if it's, yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> Unfortunately, if you if the <coughs> keys in the ignition, the keys in the ignition, that is considered the UI. So I, I disagree with that on, yeah. a, I understand. on a fundamental level. I, the, I could be in my driveway listening to some Led Zeppelin. I agree with you. And and just hanging out. I agree. And with I'm you. not gonna hurt anyone. I agree with you. So what are, what are, what do we what do we always hear about these crimes, these victimless crimes? Yeah. Come on now. Well, you better re- you better use your privilege. Now, then. if you're in the if, <coughs> if you're in the drive-through at Wendy's, maybe the workers at Wendy's could have gone out there and knocked on his window and been like, "Dude, get, get out of the drive-through." Nah, that's going? not my job. They do not get paid that, enough to go th- knock yeah. on strangers' no, 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 cars. No, no, no. Do you see what happened <laughs> when the police officer walked up to his vehicle? They knocked yeah, on the vehicle. Yeah, he's banging. On, I, look, they man, banged I'm trying on the to vehicle. Give the guy the benefit they of the doubt. opened his door. 
and, Dude, and shook him and woke him up. 1.08. I know. I know. That's I, .108. That's three times. One point, one. That's over 1.08. Not one being dead. Yeah, that's like your blood okay, is point entirely... Okay, 0.108. Okay, fine. That'd be over alcohol. 100%. Okay. I stand corrected. Point one zero eight. Yeah. Anyways, look, the fact of the matter is, though, is that if if people want to, the police to, sh- to, to stop shooting people, okay. then maybe get out and get involved in your community. And if you see somebody that looks like they're a little messed up or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe go out of your way and be a good person and work together with other people in your community. Uh, I'm not saying that's their job. Mm-hmm. At Wendy's, I'm saying that's their job as an American, you know, like be a good person and, and go out of your way to help somebody. All right, so what do you think? You think it was justified or not justified? We're talking. Wait, hold Bur- on, I'm, Burger I'm, King. The, the 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 fact that he stole the taser and shot it at the police officer uh-huh. and they shot him. Yes, I'm not saying that wasn't justified. I'm just saying that this whole situation could have been avoided. Actually, he was almost he was almost free, getting ready to go. The officers almost almost said, "Okay." Well, and what, they, what were they going to do? What happened was the second officer came around. Came around. Well, no, what along. were they going to do? What was the first cop going to do? Let the first cop going to let him drive off. He was. Listen to the tone. I listened to the video. I listened to the dash cam. I he might have given him a ride home. He was getting ready to let him go. He said, "But hold on a sec. Let me talk to the other officer that's arriving on the scene, which is probably more senior officer." And then that's when it changed a little bit. It is what it is. It is what it is. I wonder why he why he tried to run off once they uh Don't know. I don't know either. Don't know. You should never do that. Don't run. Do you need to comply. Uh, why should I have to comply? I shouldn't have to comply. I'm a US. You need to comply. Because you know what? You're in their world at that moment in time. If you want to get through that stop, get through that stop, comply. Your attorney, that is what your attorney is for. Your attorney can fight that in court if they're wrong in whatever they're doing. What if this guy didn't have much money for a good attorney? It is, it's American. Then one will be right appointed to, to him. Attorney. Have you guys ever had a public defender? I, they, no, have you? Re- Come on. Plenty of times. Get real. Public defenders are garbage. I've had I've had a public defender plenty of times. If you can't. And, I've, and they never you, got any of my cases dropped. And you know, the only time I did get a case dropped was when I represented myself. If you can't do a pay to time, don't do the crime. Well, what if somebody innocent is getting Honestly, over? even don't the attorneys I paid for weren't that great. That's what I'm saying, dude. Don't like, like have, going to court against a cop is a joke, Michael. Don't do it if you can't pay. Get real. Don't do it. The, the, the judge and the cops are getting paid by the so same stop, time. So stop and ask yourself, man, can I afford to go through this right now? Don't, I don't can't. do so it. Let, you know what? I'm, I'm, let me I'm saying if somebody didn't commit a crime. What if I was innocent? Then don't run. Next. Simply what needs to happen is everyone who is so angry needs to get ready to go to legislative session. If 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 I mean, anything yeah, is right. going to change, we have to change it. We can protest. We can riot. We can whine and moan on Facebook or on the air all we want. But until we are going to be boots on the ground at the Capitol every day, talking to elected officials, getting rid of qualified immunity, and talking about where the money for any police department goes... This is going to be our reality. Yeah, and so but, but we, we need have to make to sure that together. we need to make sure the that these things s- don't get co-opted by these bipartisan bills that end up being, you know, BS. Because that's part of the legislative process. Two wings of the same bird, man. It, you you have to get involved, and if you're mad about who your elected official is, you you know what? Runoff elections, early voting starts on June 29. 90% percent of these idiots that are protesting don't vote. And that's the problem. 90% of them don't vote. Protesting is the first step, not the last step. The last three, step is getting involved politically. There are three of them. <laughs> three ways to because bring about con- change. Because, look, they're, they're convinced, as am I to a certain degree, that even if they do vote for somebody, that they're going to end up being a 
not not uh, supporting what so then they you in. so then you run someone against them. It's it is a lengthy process. It is a lengthy process and it an expensive money. process yeah. to get good elected officials in. And also, what needs to happen is people need to bite the bullet and run for office themselves. If you don't like your elected representative, start now. Lay a foundation in your community. Hey, you know, start start saving. You know who you know who did that? A, a friend of mine and someone that you really like, Alex Stranger. He ran for city uh, Yeah, mayor. he ran for mayor and didn't understand the basic concept of the city council. So educate yourself, build a foundation, and then run for office. Mm. Don't just be a clickbait you hear that, Stranger, are you listening? You got to come back on the show, and you and Felicia got to hash this out. <clears throat> Sorry, I got to go my Ubers here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, there are three. There are three a man's rights rest in three boxes. The ballot box the jury box, and the cartridge box. You got to go vote. It rests in the ballot box. You got to go to jury duty. How can you nullify that jury if you don't participate? And you got to get a gun. You protect yourself and also protect your family. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.